Hey everyone, how's it going? You're back with Citywide Blackout, your home for music, movies, and more. I'm your host, Max Bowen. For this episode, I welcome back singer-songwriter Stephanie Mathias, along with fellow musician Darrell Williams, to talk about their new single, Starting Over. The song speaks to how universal it is to start over after tragedy strikes, and we talk about how this applies to both Stephanie and Darrell. The two go in-depth on the process of working together and their past collaborations, including the music video for Stephanie's Hero Side. And speaking of which, Starting Over has a music video of its own, set to drop November 12th. I highly recommend checking it out because I know it's going to be amazing. But I've talked enough, so kick back, relax, and enjoy. Well, folks, this is a very, very special episode because I get to welcome back the one and only Stephanie Mathias. She has a brand new single out, and joining us is her co-writer for the song, Jero Williams. Jero, Stephanie, welcome. It's so cool to have you both here. Thank you so much. It's great to thank be you, back. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> uh-huh. But before we get into everything else, there's a whole lot to talk about, but we want to, of course, celebrate, of course, joining us as the extra, extra special guest is Little Baby Ezra. <laughs> Here he is. Yeah, so disclaimer <laughs> for your listeners, if you hear any random baby sounds, that is our special guest. But so far he's sleeping, so we're just gonna hope that he's <laughs> Exactly. All right. So let us dive into the big news, the recent release of your of of uh, of the new single Starting Over, which I have learned I listened to multiple times and have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And the and the music video to follow on uh, November twelfth. I want to start by asking what the response to this song has been since it was released back in the beginning of the month. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's been very positive. Um, I think the biggest thing, which was, uh, you know, kind of one of those uh, happy accidents, was that we released the song during, um, you know, Pregnancy Loss Month. So, you know, d- definitely. Um, an ode to all the mothers of angel babies and rainbow babies, especially uh, because that's essentially what this song was stemmed from. So to see the response from a lot of mothers out there, in addition to, um, you know, people who have added it to playlists that are, you know, like like positive, uplifting playlists to kind of help people get through their day or, you know, just to give them that extra boost of energy you know, is is all I, me personally, I could ever ask for, um, you know, when you're putting out a song. So yeah, the response has been very positive and I'm, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to people seeing the video, um, and then taking it the next step further. So I let, I let Stephanie, you know, give her, uh, her take as well. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that. That was basically what I was going to say is like, it was cool to see the response from, um, uh, from the, Pregnancy, pregnancy after loss. Uh, they were at like an influence account place, um, <laughs> magazine and uh, and platform that responded really well to our song. And um, and it's cool that like we connect. I connect. We were able to connect with that community with the song. And um, and that's so that's it was like a direct com- direct connection with other moms who are going through what. I've been going through and other not and their versions of it because every experience is different in terms of pregnancy loss and so um and uh yeah so that was that was exciting and it's and it also was exciting to give to be able to raise awareness about about this and use 
and have a music as as a really easy way to talk about this topic um, because it's like for me it was something that happened nearly a year ago you know the miscarriage and um, but the healing from it is taking a long time you know it's definitely a lot easier to heal with a new baby in my arms and um, but but it but I'm glad that I also had this song and this uh, way to continue that and to, to do more than just when it happened, you know. And this song, we've been working on it. We've been working on it and promoting it for almost as long as I've been pregnant. No longer. So it's, it's been it's been good. Like, it's been very therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I get to use it. And so the, the response that we're excited about is, is the connection that we've made to other moms that have lost, lost uh, babies. So. Okay. Uh, Jero, now I understand that you were the one who first uh, presented uh, Stephanie with the lyrics to the song. Tell me how you sort of came up with the concept for this. Yeah, so, you know, during the pandemic, I was just trying to find ways to kind of keep myself motivated, but then, you know, kind of take songwriting to the next level. I mean, I write my own, you know, music for my own songs. Um, But I was also, I knew that one way that I was going to be able to heal was that if I could help others heal in the process. And so when, you know, Stephanie had her miscarriage, um, you know, in that moment, especially for me as from the male perspective, it's really hard to find a way to show support other than saying like, hey, I, like, I'm sorry that you've had to endure this, but just know like, I'm here for you. Um, and and just by, you know, talking with her and just seeing how open she was about the situation and, you know, starting over and trying again was something that she talked a lot about during that process. So it just, it really inspired me to just write those words and then go from there um, and it was a complete surprise to her. She had no idea I was doing this. And, and, you know, because I just wanted to, you know, that was my way of, of showing solidarity in some form or fashion. I said, you know, however you come out of this situation, if you want to feel free to use these lyrics, however you want. And when I sent it to her, you know, she was just immediately, um, you know, in, in love with it. And, and we agreed kind of like right then and there that we wanted to do something and, and make a song of it. And I ended up leaving the second verse wide open for her to put her feelings and her emotions there. So it, she did have a full connection to it and it wasn't just on the outside looking in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Stephanie, uh, your reaction when you first read the lyrics? Yeah, well, not only did I he didn't send me just lyrics. He actually had the melody going too. And, um, and so, yeah, he like sent me a little audio clip and I was, it was, it was a week after the miscarriage. I mean, you were fast, Jero. Um, <laughs> he was on it and, um, I was quite touched, you know, uh, and everything was still very, very painful and fresh for me. Um, and I, uh, and what was, what I loved was, when I wrote the second verse, it was a completely different rhythm and melody. I just sort of kind of wrote whatever I was feeling because I was still feeling upset. And and uh, and he's like, yeah, let's just use it. Let's leave it how it is and just make it work in the song. <laughs> and, and I was like, dude, that, that took some real skill um, on his side and the and the producer's side. And so um, 
so that was really um awesome uh and but yeah no really I was I was just quite quite touched and I also loved that like I said you know that it was a way for for me to connect and and to express that um that challenge that I was going through because you know and I and the cool part of it also another great part of it was at the time it was the loss was so fresh I mean it was you know, I didn't know I was going to get pregnant again. I mean, I obviously hoped so. Um, but like, but then as we were writing the song, I got pregnant again, you know, with Ezra and, um, and like, so during the production and, you know, I was pregnant with him and during the video, shooting the video, I was like eight months pregnant. <laughs> like, and now that we're going to release it, you know, he was, he was born just five days after we released the song. And so like the song took on a new meaning because it really is like starting over um because in, in Jero's case you know he didn't he didn't know we didn't know what the result you know was going to be maybe I'd have to start over in a different way and maybe I wasn't gonna be pregnant again you know like but still start over in life and and overcome the challenge but in this case it's a beautiful beautiful story that you know we have baby Ezra here and as part of that as part of that journey and it's very yeah, it's very, very special. So it was great. It's a way to, to, to tell that story in the song. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely got the emotion from you in terms of like what you were feeling and what you were like going through in the lyrics. Um, did you wind up going back and making any changes or was it more like, okay, this is this is what I wrote. We're sticking with it. That was how that was it. Yeah. Really? So one take. Yeah, that really was what it was. And it needed that. And that and that was that was the cool thing, like what she was saying, how I kind of put my interpretation of what I felt, what I felt like someone who needed to be be supportive of her would say, Mm -hmm. and then for her to fill in how she was actually feeling gave the song the dynamic that it really needed. Because, you know, if you're writing, a lot of times we're writing by ourselves and we kind of have our own set structure of how we'll put something down so it's always great to to get an outside view and and with this being so personal i like i knew that's what the song needed like it just it needed to go to that place because you know that's that's the human condition you know we we needed that and so you know i'm glad that that she went there and i think i i encouraged her to go there i was like i I want you to put that pain on the page and and really see what that's like and feel what that's like and whatever you put down like let's go with it and and let's see how we put it down musically and and i think it really it really did suit well and so it's something that she can always connect to and any you know person who's been through this ordeal on either side of the spectrum um can, can draw from that now, Stephanie, you have been very, um, very upfront in talking about this. Um, after it happened, you were very open about the experience um, um, on your socials. But did writing a song about it to help you to kind of ex- express more of what you went through? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some things that only music can do. Um, and, I mean, you. it was cool because the last time that I was on the show, uh, you know, I, my song that I released earlier this year, Blue Diamond Light was doing that for me too, you know? Um, and so 
yeah, <laughs> there's just something really special about singing and um, and expressing. And like I said, it just gives me a good um, a medium, something that I can share. Like, and also the song has a very hopeful tone to it. Um, and so I like to be a positive person, um, even though I'm very real about struggles that I go through. Um, but I always want to leave hope for people, and because I want to feel it myself, obviously too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. So I love, it's just such a perfect song to, that can share both, you know, that can share both the understanding, connection with people, connection with myself. It gave, like, like Jero said, it gave me a, a place to, to express that feeling, you know, like when I was like, how do I start over? Like, there's no going back. This is, this is really hard and I'm in a lot of pain. And, and I just literally just kind of said that and, and that might've been the first time that I said those words you know writing that writing those lyrics um so yeah <laughs> absolutely yes yeah. and and hearing her hearing her recorded in the studio too was it, it was a different feeling for me it really gave the song the life that you know obviously when we were rehearsing it and we were putting it down you know together that's one thing but then when it was really time for us to go in and really put a final mix down that's when i could really hear the vulnerability in her voice and it it um i specifically asked in the mix to bring that up i yeah. wanted to hear more of her in the mix um you know because like i said my my vocal sometimes can can be like very powerful but also yet like smooth at the same time but it, it at first when we were doing the track it was sort of dominating and i was like but this is our story and it's more so hers than mine so you know when we talked with our producer i really wanted stephanie's voice to be a bit more prominent in the mix and you and you hear that as the track evolves because it is her story it is based on on her and and like i said it was just it was really um chilling for me to see her now try to vocalize everything she had been going through. And I could feel like she was trying to figure out what that was, but it was just so graceful and it was just so like light, but yet you could feel all the emotion in it. And again, everything I could have, I could have asked for. Oh, that's, I mean, I love, it's just, I'm so honored hearing Jero say that because I'm actually probably Jero's biggest fan or one of them at least. Because uh, <laughs> not only is he an incredible writer, but he's um you know he's got a golden voice and I and I loved it I kept saying oh yeah just just put me more in the background <laughs> Drew's voice is so beautiful um and and Drew you don't get over on this song <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it's cool like to have a to have you know a friend who's talented and I know I'm talented I'm not like bragging or anything but like I, I'm not going to diminish my own talent but just having someone that's incredibly talented, but that appreciates your own talent and work working like that and um, is really is is such an honor and and like and you and you've heard the song so you know how wonderful Jero's voice is um, and it really adds that like that positive that positivity and that that good vibe um, that like I said as a as an optimist um, that I really wanted to convey right so yeah good stuff. Yeah, uh, Drill Man, your lyrics are amazing. Like, um, I'm curious how long you've been doing music for. Oh, man. Uh, 
<laughs> Most, a, a, long, a long time. Um, but I, I actually, I got really serious about wanting to, to write and, um, you know, kind of release my own music shortly after college. So that was about 2010. So it's, it's been roughly about a decade that I started writing and just kind of putting words to the page. Um, and then it wasn't until 2014 that I had released my uh, first single. Um, and then, you know, in the time since then, I've just really been kind of having this all in approach to, you know, just wanting to. You, you released your first single the year I released my first single. See, this, this is why it's fate. That's why it was, it was fate. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have been singing um, really since I was probably about uh, like six or seven, you know, just doing choir in, in high school. I mean, in, in high school, Lord. High school was a seven-year-old. Let's not even get into that. Um, but doing um, an elementary school um, choir and then, you know, all the way through high school musicals, things like that. But yeah, since like 2014, when I started releasing music, that's when I really was focusing more on songwriting and 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 wanting to kind of take lyrics to the next level and 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 just wanting to you know put my voice out there but recently I've I've found a, a joy in writing for other people too and and not even just for the the job of it more so just for the the exercise and just being able to tap into somebody's emotions emotions and somebody's story it, it kind of helps me to be a little bit more diverse in my writing. So yeah, I, I, I love it. And I, I love that, you know, this, you know, albeit we, we made tragedy and a triumph with this song. Um, you know, just taking a, a moment that would seem like a very, you know, down moment that you wouldn't share about and, and, and making it in the, you know, the kind of like this anthem of sorts that people can be encouraged from. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Stephanie, um, I believe you mentioned that you wanted this song to have a more like hopeful tone to it, not being such like, like not just being about the loss, but being about like what come um, uh, what comes next. My question to you is, and also uh, to you, Jero, in getting the responses from people, did you find that they also had that that same vibe that they said it made them feel kind of hopeful about things? Oh, Jero, why don't you go first on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because from to, to kind of give a little back story about me, the it it related to me in a sense of, um, you know, I've always had issues with, um, you know, body image, um, you know, and and kind of like how I'm perceived on the outside and things like that, and you know, it's it's always like that whole thing, like you know, you never know how great you can be until you start. So it's like you know, just walking every day or just doing the little things, you know, more water over soda, those kind of things. But also because I was huge into sports too. And I played a lot of sports growing up. Um, and then I had some injuries and, and because of that, I just wasn't as physically active anymore. So, you know, starting over kind of was kind of my resurgence in a way to, you know, give me a little bit more of a helpful, I mean, a hopeful uh, tone in my own life. And I found that there were a lot of people who were, uh, people messaged us like direct messaged us online talking about, you know, their experiences dealing with a divorce or, you know, dealing with, um, moving to a new city and, you know, all those kind of things and, and what happens with that. And so just being hopeful that things are going to work out, uh, in the later term 
you know, those were really encouraging things to hear. Um, it's, it's especially from people that we've known for a very long time and didn't even know those things about them. So again, just the fact that music can do that and, and music can bring that out, uh, you know, to me, that was definitely something special. So yeah, we've definitely heard a lot of uh, hopeful feedback, you know. That's which is true. Great. I did, I remember someone did reach out and said, yeah, this is how I'm starting over. And, uh, and, and also, like I said, with the, when we did that interview for the pregnancy uh, after loss um, channel, uh, we, I, she really was inspired by, by our positivity. We could tell that she appreciated that. So that was cool <laughs> as well. Uh, Stephanie, um, I'm curious how you maintained your hope going through all this, especially when it came to just dealing with the loss. Yeah. Um, well, um, I definitely attribute that to, you know, my faith in God. And um, because I know that I think, but also because I've gone through really hard things in life. You know, my mom died when I was a teenager and you know, and having anxiety disorder and <laughs> having been depressed for a few times. And like, I mean, we all have our own trials, but those were mine. Um, and uh, so having gone through those things and um, having overcome them in life and, you know, seeing the way that my life has progressed and improved over the years and, you know, being grateful to God for that has... Um, has made, you know, makes it easier when I go through another trial to just know that, okay, um, God got me through this and he's going to get, got me through those things. He's going to get me through this too. Um, and so that, that was, I think that's, <laughs> that's what I really attribute it to. Also, um, you know, the things that I've learned, you know, and I, I thank God for that also, that, um, you know, that he's led me to learn things about myself, learn what helps me feel better, you know, in terms of mental health, in terms of, you know, what to talk to. It's okay to be open and to know who to talk to and know where I can turn, um, you know, um, in, and like even, even with my husband too, knowing how to, how to ask him for help and, and watching him learn about how to support me, um, you know, and, but also like it was, it was great being able to to reach out and to to be myself and to have a community around me i i just remember being so grateful that like you know i've <laughs> like going through facebook and unfollowing people who are negative <laughs> and sort of building around uh positive people in my life um in in life but especially during the time of covid social media is that's my social life um, you know, and posting on social media and, and sharing with friends like, like Jero also, um, and, uh, you know, friends who are, who are close, um, and being, a, and knowing that they're going to respond kindly and, but even, but I was still surprised when I posted, cause like, I know Jero is going to be kind, um, <laughs> but <laughs> posting on social media and, um, and seeing the response there as well, where so many were just kind and sympathetic and understanding and, um, you know, not, not judging 
in any sort of way. Um, I didn't receive any a single judgmental comment. I mean, that that is really quite beautiful. Um, and sorry, Ezra's moving some just in him, but uh, but um, and and I also because people did that, I I reached out. You know, I I did message a few of them who had said that they went through it, and and I found that incredibly healing as well because I was able to talk to them and talk about things in, that I'd never been through before, emotions that I've never felt before, things that I've never thought, and you know, trying to just wrap my head around it because. I did have a lot of faith, but there was a lot of questions that I had for God. <laughs> and, uh, it was it was great that that I could be open about that with with people who understood and who had been through it. And yeah, I was also in therapy that helped me too. So there was so many things. <laughs> I know that was a lot longer of an answer than you probably expected, but really, that's that's the thing though is when you go through things that the more the the, there are so many factors and what helps me feel better. And, and it's like that with the baby, having a baby is hard too. And, and I've discovered that I've received help from multiple sources in that area as well. So just very, very grateful for that. Very grateful. Thanks for asking. Okay. What would you say is the song's, um, its application or its message for people who have been through like other kinds of struggles because obviously not everyone will have been through what the two of you have I've been through. I mean, ultimately it's just giving people that sliver of, of hope that nothing is ever final. Like what, like every, any failure you've endured is not the final failure, meaning, and, and also just, you know, reminding you that, whether we know it or not, there's somebody out there who has enough faith in you to kind of want it, to want to help you get that jump start um, to wherever it is that you want to go. So, you know, as I was saying, we have, you know, people reach out to us who have been through a divorce, you know, people who had, um, you know, moved to new cities or people who had, you know, had to endure some type of a new relationship or, you know, maybe, had kind of felt like they were on top of the world and, and something happened and they feel like they're rock bottom or, you know, especially something that Stephanie and I, yeah, <laughs> Stephanie and I deal with, you know, we, we talk a lot about uh, uh, mental health and, and just how important and how vital that is um, to everyone. So yeah, it was, it was just one of those things where we just wanted to remind people like, Hey, you have the power to change your situation you have the power to do amazing things, even though things have not gone your way or the way that you want them to. And when you do those things, it's okay to call up someone because nine times out of 10, out of the 7 billion people on this planet, there's at least one person out there who is your biggest fan and believes that you can do whatever it is that you set out to do. So that's that, that was ultimately our message. Um, or at least what I, I know I wanted to convey, um, you know, with this song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to ask about the music behind the song. Um, now, you two have uh, different styles. So how did those two styles kind of like mesh for this tune? Well, like I remembered, you know, I, I felt like it was it was more towards Jero's style, and I was excited about that because 
you know, I've been experimenting with styles. Um, and, um, and, uh, and I've, and I've been doing that. And actually I lied. My first official single release wasn't in 2014, it was 2016. So <laughs> if it helps, that's when I released my EP. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. We're well, good. Same page. It's fine. <laughs> then it's like I, I feel like every release that I've done has been in a, in a different style um and it's been really fun so like when Jero I'm like cool I get to do more of Jero's style of pop <laughs> um so I was excited about that uh and um but what was cool was that we still kept a lot of um like I just sort of laid down just piano and I was not expecting to keep all the piano and then it stayed in the final production. I was like, <laughs> that was, that was, so that was still like very true to me because of the, the piano instrumentation. But like I said, I was excited to, to lean it more Jero's style. So that was Which fun. is funny because when I wrote the song, I was also thinking about Stephanie's style. Too. Oh yeah, that's true. You were. <laughs> because she has. Um, oh, yeah. Cause you wrote it like hero side and then we changed the melody and. <laughs> That's exactly because so and and like what one of the cool um patterns that that Stephanie has is like she finds a way to make her songs almost like I don't want to say every song is an anthem per se but it kind of is because it's like a call to action in some way hey. and I I definitely wanted to capture that especially like towards the end of the song because whatever her theme is um she she likes to um, pinpoint that theme multiple times throughout the song. So I definitely thought about that as I was writing, and I said, "Wow, okay, this would be cool." Because because at first when I wrote this for her, I had just planned to like hand it off to her. I, I wasn't planning to be on it at all. And then you know oh, we just we really? just decided like you know we we should both do this together. So. Um, with the instrumentation and everything, I definitely wanted Stephanie's experience as a pianist to be, you know, an integral part of the track. Um, and then it just, like I said, when we worked with our producer, Devin of XL Recording, we, it just kind of molded into this like 90s, like alternative R&B, Moby sort of vibe with some of the effects and things we were putting on the on the track. And then obviously... You know, I like to put like some harmonies and I like to have some vocal effects on, on my on my, my records. And so voice on there. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, just to, you know, try to blend the two together. But I felt like it was one of those tracks where you can equally hear both of our influences on this this one track where you know, sometimes if you're doing a feature with somebody, it, it's very like dominant towards one artist and then you know, the other artists may just come in and add their feel. But with this, like, it really did feel like it was a collaborative it was a cohesion of what we were doing, of what we've, you know, been influenced by. Yeah, we really, or it was more like a 100-100. We really gave a lot. And then with producer, who's just, he's worked with both of us extensively. And so he, you know, we really were a great team working with him because um, he worked with us individually. And so when we all came together, that was that was just magical, you know. He he's, he had so many great things to 
to add in in the production that just took the song to a, a brand new, a next level. Like every time we, you know, every time Jerome and I got together, it's like, oh man, you know, the song has really evolved. And then like, then adding Devin to it. And every production session with Devin is like, whoa, this song just took a next level. Yeah, really did. It really did. Beautiful. (laughs) Now, um, was this your first time working with Devin? No, yeah. So, no, we've each worked with him individually. Okay. Because he produced Hero Side, he produced Blue Diamond Light, um, both the the acoustic and full versions of both of those songs for me. And and then he also produced another song that's going to be released next year. And so, yeah, I'm dropping some hints. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Very and, subtle. Uh, I like that. So, oh, he's done. He's done a bunch of tracks for you, right? Too. Yeah. So Devin and I started working together in 2017, um, right after I had dropped my EP, and I was figuring out, okay, what's the next move for me musically? Um, you know, and I definitely wanted to, you know, work with somebody that I knew I was going to have a great one-on-one relationship with, who I knew. You know, we were going to be able to really lock in and and spend time together on tracks and also a producer who wouldn't be afraid to push back a little bit, because I think sometimes it's very easy for producers who are getting paid to just kind of hit play. And, you know, somebody says, this is what I want. And they're just like, okay, and just do it. And I, I, I know me personally, to get the best out of my music, I want to be able to have somebody who's going to push back and say, hey, what if you tried this? Or, hey, this might not work because of X, Y, and Z. And 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 also somebody who just matches with us, like, on an individual, on a personal level. And that's everything that Devin is. Yeah, he checks um, off boxes. He yeah, and I, I love him for that. And so, you know, I, I know I'll be working with him for years to come. So. <laughs> yeah, no. And Jerome was the one who recommended him to me as well. So, um but yeah, he did that with with uh, starting over. He he gave us you know constructive criticism and 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 did that. But he's also like just like Dro and I are, are sensitive souls. He is he's one of them too. You know he's he's just wonderful wonderful person. So it was great. Mm-hmm. Now this is not the first time you've uh, collaborated, um, Dro. We first saw you in the Hero Side video. Um, yeah. When when did the talk of like working together uh, first begin? Ooh, I mean, I feel like well, when Stephanie and I met, it was like right before the pandemic, and you know, we we I felt I felt very early on that her and I had very similar um, points of view about you know how to approach music and in our faith. It, you know, was very important to, um, and that's our personalities. You know, we're just very, you know, bubbly people that love to be around other people. And, you know, so I just knew that energy wise, this was somebody that I wanted to work with. And, and I just love her vulnerability. I just, I, you know, that's something that I really lean on more and more these days as an artist is just being genuine and being open. And, you know, because I think, you know, in a, in a social media world, so many people are, building up these personas of themselves and and we're not really seeing the the true stuff we're only seeing the highlights and Stephanie and I are both people that we have no shame in sharing when things are great but also when things are not so great but how do we turn those into positives so we just knew like from from early on when we worked you know just you know helping each other out with 
music questions and things like that, that eventually we were going to want to work together on some things. And when she asked me to do the music video for uh, Hero Side with her, I have an acting background as well. So for me, it was it was great because I was able to stretch those wings again. Um, and it was just such a great song. You know, just, like I said, again, the message is just so deep and profound. It's something I could immediately grasp to. Um, so I'm just so glad that we were able to make this work. And I mean, we definitely talked about doing more stuff together, too. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just thankful that she's here and she is who she is. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask more about uh, your acting background. Uh, yeah. Um, How did you get into acting and what have you done over the years? Yeah, so I, I got into acting, first started out doing uh, musicals in, in high school, did like, you know, Guys and Dolls and um, what else, like Anything Goes. Um, you know, I was, I was when I first gra- I went to college at Virginia Tech um, and, and got a theater degree. And so I was, you know, all about going to Broadway. Like I, I was doing the New York auditions. I was doing all of that. And um, I, I was actually uh, cast in uh, Sheer Madness, uh, which is a uh, play up here at the Kennedy Center. And it's in Boston as well. Boston is actually where it started. Um, and um, yeah, so I was in that in that play for about a year. Um, and I was doing like film, TV, all that kind of stuff, commercials, everything. Um, and then, you know, at, at some point, music had always been there. It was just one of those doors that stayed open, you know, but I just said to myself, I said, with acting and music, whichever door opens the widest, that's the one I'm going to walk through. And, you know, it just so happened that that's what music became. Music just kind of, that door just opened wider than acting did. And so I just you know, slowly started walking through that. And, and, but I also like, I, I perform in all of like any music video that I do. Um, you know, I, I always like to give feedback to whoever I'm working with because I'm, you know, I, once you, once you're an actor, you never look at movies the same. You never look at TV the same. You're breaking everything down and seeing how everything is done. And I wanted to make sure I put that into any project that I did. Um, so yeah, that's that's just kind of that's how that's how all that came about, and and I I don't plan to to quit acting at all, you know, because I believe that doesn't have an expiration date, you know, as we've seen, you can be zero or a hundred and and be doing stuff. So yeah, <laughs> and I still love it. Cool, cool. What would you say is your genre of choice? Musically, um, uh, acting wise. Oh, oh, ah, that's a, oh, that's a good question. Um, I, 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 as much as I love horror movies, I, I probably wouldn't say that because I would just if I look at the script, I know I'm gonna die at some point in, in time. Um, <laughs> even though <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, honestly, I, but I do love sci-fi. I will say that I do love sci-fi stuff. Um, also like sports movies because. Like I, I fell in love with with the Mighty Ducks and like hockey and all that stuff at a very young age. So I loved all those sports movies. But my biggest dream, my biggest biggest dream that I still hope to do one day is I would love to do voiceover in a Disney or Pixar movie. Oh, I, oh my god, that's, that's so cool! Yeah, like that is that is still like a huge dream for me because that's that's I used to watch Disney movies like 
repetitiously as as a young kid. So, yeah, I I would say definitely like any type of adventure, like sci-fi sort of thing. And even if it's a cartoon, even better, because then I can just play around and do different voices and stuff. So I would be I would love that. Oh, cool. I are going to be in a Disney movie together one day. Yes, we're going to. We're going like, to write a Grammy award-winning song for a Disney movie. Just and sing it and do the voices on you it. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Disney, call these two right now. Oh Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that is a really cool dream. I love that. I love that. Because you have such an, an amazing voice. Um, I'm curious, do you, do you have like a range of like different kinds of voices you can do? Or is that something that's a little more newer to you? I, I I do <laughs> my my family gets on me a lot because I I study everybody that I come into contact with so I like sometimes I just like to pick up on certain inflections and I think part of that is I was heavily influenced by Robin Williams and Jim Carrey growing Ooh. up and so I, you know those they they're the kings of that right you know it's like they that's that's their bread and butter and so you know, whether it's me doing this or, you know, I'm just talking like, you know, like I could just go whole different ranges of things. And it depends on the situation and, you know, the conversation. I, I like to consider myself a conversational comedian, you know, not just stand up is, is a whole different beast. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's I just I just love everything about art. And, and just the arts in general. And, and it just brings out the best in me, you know? And I think that's what I hope for anybody, you know? Um, I just want people to be doing things that bring out the best in them and then make them feel like they belong in this world. Because I think I, that's the, the spot I was at, which was kind of like my starting over story in a way. Like I, I became a full-time musician in 2018. I was working a you know, full-time corporate job and, and, you know, doing event planning and things like that. But I, I just, and I was good at it, but I just didn't feel like I was me, you know? And so I just encourage anybody who's, who's listening, you know, whatever that is for you, you know, just make the move to do it because we only get one of these, you know, unless you come back reincarnated as an animal or, you know, as a beautiful baby boy, Ezra, over there, um, we only get one of these, and so we got to make the most of it. And and you should spend that time doing what you love, not what you feel like you have to do all the time. You know, so yeah. Yep. Dude, you're, you're gonna make me cry. No right now because it it was a lot to like. I remember having having a first kid, and and you guys know how how much I love Natalie and it was hard and it was, I was, it, it was very scary to go into this again, <laughs> the baby life and, and be, but it, so like, I felt like, I felt like, oh, that applies to me as a mom too. Like, God. <laughs> you know, exactly. taking exactly. that risk, you know, and, and, and doing that and, um, and it's, it's wonderful. So it's worth it. Whatever it is that you feel fulfilled to do, and it might be multiple things, music, family, whatever your pursuits are. Like, I just mm-hmm. love that you said that. So getting me worked up. <laughs> and never, ever listen to the doubters. Never listen yes. to the people who say, oh, it's not going to work out. It's too yeah. much of a risk. Stay with the safe zone. I mean, I remember um, you mentioned uh, Jim Carrey, uh, Drew. 
and he had a really good story about his dad, how how his dad just stuck to the safe to what he thought was the safe thing, and he lost his job. I think they wound up being like homeless or just about near there. And he, the thing that he, he took from that is, you know, you can stay to what you may think is the safe route, but number one, there's no guarantee that you're actually going to be safe. And number two, you shouldn't give up on your dreams because of, you know, the maybes and the risks and the chances. Like you said, take that chance. Whatever you want to do, do it. And if someone says, well, it's probably not, not going to work out, they'll say, you know what? I bet you, I'll bet you a hundred bucks it will and prove them wrong. <laughs> and not only that, but like, especially if that person is yourself, <laughs> sometimes you have to tell yourself to shut up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Same for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Your own nose. Yeah. Sometimes we can be our worst enemy, and that's, you know, that's, but that's the that's the beauty of like we were saying in the song is, yeah, starting over is hard. Like we we acknowledge that from the jump that it it is a hard thing to do, um, you know. But you know, even though we say like I believe in you, you know, we want people to also know that you know you have the power to believe in yourself. Yes. You know, and this is something that I personally struggle with every day because, you know, we, we try to make sure that we're, you know, is, is the next song we put out going to be the hit? You know, is, you know, is this next show, is somebody going to be there that could, you know, catapult us to a different level? Um, but also just keeping in mind, too, like, and somebody reminded me of this recently, like the fact that. Stephanie and I, and and even you, like, are we're doing something that we love right now in this moment, and mm-hmm. that means that we're successful at doing what we want to do. Sometimes it's not making, you know, the hundreds and millions of dollars. Sometimes it's just the the the, the opportunity to be able to do it, you know, it, and that that's sometimes we we lose perspective of that sometimes. Um, you know, like I said, just being able to do what we're doing right now is a success. And and we're going to write more songs and that's going to be a success because we we actually sat down and wrote it and put it out, you know. So rather than, like you said, listening to the doubters, if I listened to the doubters, I'd have quit when I was 17, you know, <laughs> like when I first got in professionally. So, Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, man, because like one of the things that I do is I do a voice work. I'm an audiobook narrator. Growing up, I had this crippling speech impediment that I still struggle with even to, to mm. this day. So the fact that I got into this and, you know, of course, uh, uh, doing other podcasts, my voice has to be good. So the fact that I'm doing this sometimes amazes me because past you have been like, nope, it's never going to happen. Your voice sucks. You can't even complete a sentence. Just forget about it. But, you know, you put in the work to make it happen. And as long as you try, you can't regret that. You mm-hmm. put in the effort. That's, that's, that's all that matters. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Ex- amen. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about this here and there, and I want to bring us back to the big release of the music video, working with Jeffrey Perkins of J. Perk Productions. This is coming out on November 12th. Yes. What can people expect in this video? Some really adorable pictures of me being super pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. And uh, yeah, and also we have kind of a storyline of of Jero as an athlete as well. So comparing sort of the my journey 
through the miscarriage and the pregnancy um, uh, to like a, an athlete recovering from an injury um, because it is similar, you know, the, the, the trauma, the, the fact that you have to build up your own confidence again and things like that. Um, so it adds a, an extra layer to the story. Yeah, it was kind of neat doing it because when I when we were thinking through video ideas, you know, obviously the biggest um, biggest factor was going to be, you know, Stephanie's story with her miscarriage and then obviously being pregnant again to then having the baby. But from my perspective, I was like, well, what am I going to harp on? And, you know, as I was saying, I was really big into sports growing up. And, you know, when I had some injuries and, you know, things like that, it just... I wasn't able to play like I like I wanted to. And it's funny because like even Stephanie didn't know how I used to play basketball. Yeah, so. he's actually good. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I used to play. And I'm like, okay, you know. And then I actually see him shoot and I'm like, dang, you know. <laughs> Look, it was a good day that day. I was just gonna be making shots that day. It was but I, but I wanted to show that because that's one thing that's a side of me that people don't know about and i think with each video i'm i'm kind of starting to like peel back layers um and and again it was just we wanted to have another scenario like you alluded to earlier for somebody who maybe hasn't gone through what stephanie has gone through what who who else can see this video and relate to something in it and, you know, me, like I said, me being very body conscious, it was definitely a challenge for me because you're, you know, you're seeing that. And but I honestly did feel like doing this music video was kind of the start of my starting over story because I hadn't picked up a ball since like way before the pandemic started. And that was the first time me picking up a basketball and shooting in probably like 20 months or something like that. And so you know, that that was a, a huge moment for me specifically. And, and it's like all eyes are on you because the camera's on you. Stephanie's over there. Like we only had a couple hours to shoot all of this. So I had to try to do whatever I could. And I noticed, like I said, I'm, I'm just moving slower these days than I normally would. And it, but it gave me the motivation that I needed for the video. And like I said, kind of like that that actor uh, subtext, you know, um, so yeah, people watching this video, um, I think anyone watching it can, can have a, a relation to it and draw from it. Um, you know, like I said, just, just being in a, on a comeback story, you know, to, from a time when you were really down, um, but then just, just taking the little baby steps forward until you finally get to that point where like, okay, you're gaining some momentum and I can do this. And so I, I really... With all the positive feedback we've gotten from the, just the song, I, I hope the, the music video will, will garner even more of that. Yeah, I think it's. I think the video is gonna get a wonderful response, um, just because it's, there's so much heart put into it, um, and it's real. It's a true story, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now. Um, I've seen a few um, a few uh, scenes from from the video um, on both your Instagrams, but mm -hmm. um, it seems like these are pretty big productions for you. What kind of work goes into just getting everything put together? There's planning. The planning is the I think the hardest part. Yeah. Uh, because the 
the thing about our videographer, Jeffrey, is he is just the most efficient man on this planet. I mean, he's, you know, we're, we're in and out of that with all of the material that we've uh, shot in, in just a couple hours, you know. What was it, three hours? Yeah, it was three-hour shoot. And we did two locations. <laughs> yeah, we did two locations, photos. Um, he's, like, even got some maternity photos for me in the, thrown in there. And, like, and 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 he puts it together so beautifully. And um, so he really alleviates a lot of the uh, stress of, of production. That's why I love working with him. Um, especially as a mom, like, you know, I, I want to go back to my family and... He just makes it so easy. You just show up and he does, he makes it. And he's, he's also very encouraging as well. And especially working with Jiro, who is an actor and um, has that experience. And that's why I liked having him with Hero Side too, because he was there encouraging me, um, you know, because I get a little nervous. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I that's improved over, <laughs> you know, over, every time I get a little bit less and less nervous, but it's so it was a really great environment to work in. So I can't say that, you know, I mean, I think the hardest part of that shoot was climbing up that darned hill. <laughs> yeah. Federal Hill in Baltimore is, it is a, it is a hike. Like it is, it's just a very <laughs> steep hill, but when you get to the top, it's a, it's a, a great view of the inner Harbor um, that we did capture. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm sure you've seen a couple of those photos too. But yeah, just what she was saying, planning is really the, the biggest part. I mean, just us getting together and saying, okay, what kind of, what shots do we want to capture, you know, when we're working on this? You know, what are the images that we definitely want to have? And I think the coolest thing about shooting a music video too is having those shots in mind, but then also allowing yourself to kind of be surprised by what you run into when you arrive. So like, for instance you'll see that in the video, there's like a green, there's a green sofa kind of, or an ottoman sort of looking thing that we had no idea we were going to have. And I just saw it and I was like, I want to use this. And so I laid on it and it kind of, for me, it was a hint towards seeking therapy, like kind of like you laying on the couch and telling someone your problems because, you know, that's, that's a big thing with us. So there's that. Um, but then also too, just, you know, finding the locations and, you know, mapping out how long it's going to take from spot to spot and how much time we have. And like she was saying, you know, Jeffrey's really efficient in that way. And he was also planning it with us every step of the way. And most importantly, Jeffrey is very similar, like we were talking about with Devin, where, you know, we may have an idea and he may say, well, let's try this. Or have you thought about doing this? He's he always adds to the to the production. And that's, you know, all you can ask for when you work with, you know, your team like that is, you know, you just you you don't just want to have yes people all the time. You want to have people who are, you know, kind of see the vision like you do or kind of see it in a different light that, you know, they can give you an idea that you didn't even think of. And so, you know, we we love his work. We work with him multiple times. We referred him to a bunch of our other musician friends that he's worked with as well. Um and yeah, I'm I'm just I'm really excited to show people this video. Um not just for us, but also just for the people we work with too, because we want them to be seen, their work to be seen too. Mm-hmm. I I cannot wait to check it out because I remember when the video for Hero Side 
debuted. I watched that. Thought this is epic. Thank yeah, you. we. You know, I always think about. I always think about music videos in kind of short film form. Like it's um yeah very similar to Michael Jackson in that way. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so I just you know I I like to see music videos that have storylines. Um, you know, even though it's even though the song is like three and a half minutes long, you could leave that video feeling like okay, I, I really got the story of what these people are about and what you know what they want to convey. Um, and it, it, and like I said, it follows just like a story, every cut, every, every shot, every image, like that's what we aim for. Um, it, even with a small budget, you know, it's like, there are things you can achieve with a very, you know, tight budget. It's just all in how you, um, how you map it out. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really excited about it. Exactly. All right. Well, this uh, next question is one I have not asked for a while, but I like that I could be able to ask for it. What is next for you? Shows, gigs? Stephanie, do you want to start? Because <laughs> you're, you're holding kind of what's next. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Um, but I, I, uh, I've, um, I have an EP planned for next year. Um, it's just, uh, I'd, I'm waiting for some good good songs to come. <laughs> I do I do have some that are that some that are written some one that's already recorded that's going to be there and um it's going to be my plan and hope is for it to be an acoustic EP like just piano and me um cuz I've really enjoyed the acoustic versions of the songs that I've done and um and it's low budget and but it's still really true to me and so I'm I'm hoping to to do that but I'm I'm being very patient with myself and um especially because baby you know um and also I'm focusing a lot on my violin performances um the business is going really well and so I am just loving it and continuing with that and so um you know that's why I was so excited about this release because Drew made it easy we took it real real easy didn't put any pressure on ourselves and um, but it was I was still able to put out this big release um, and uh, and then, you know, close out the year with that. But been hoping hoping for an EP next year and um, and just like I said, violin performances and and hopefully some get some writing done. Yeah. Natalie inspired a lot of music uh, when she was little because I was just home hanging out with her and experiencing life. And she inspired a lot of music. And so I'm and inspired me to publish it. And so, you know, I'm I'm hoping that Ezra will do the same. <laughs> so, what about you, Jero? Yeah. So, um, I, I've been really uh, busy in terms of the wedding, uh, wedding bands, like wedding party bands and all that stuff with wedding season and everything. So that's that's been back in full swing. So, you know, that's that's been great. I was uh, just out in California recently for a wedding out there and I've been doing a lot of traveling, which is, you know, amazing. Um, and I, right now I've got about five or six songs that are done. Um, so gearing up for a very crucial 2022, as I would like to say, um, still debating if it's going to be EP or if it's going to be full album that's going to drop in 2022, but definitely that will be happening. Um, and I'm very, very excited about that because this music is definitely it's it's honestly some of the best music that I've ever done. Um, 
And so I'm, I'm just really excited about that. And then just, um, you know, like still playing around the DC area, um, you know, like a, a couple, I do like churches. I do, you know, also some, um, some like overdub projects for like a fitness app and things like that, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that are, are coming down the pipeline that I'm really excited about. And, uh, hopefully, um, as 2022 carries on, I'll be doing more of my original music in some some of the local venues, and you know, with the goal of of touring one day. So we'll just we'll see what God puts puts on the plate. There <laughs> go we go. There. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I I am definitely looking forward to uh, to what comes next. Uh, new music is always a good sign. But where do folks go to learn more about you and check out your work? Instagram is where I'm at. Um, <laughs> Stephanie Mathias Music. And you're I am Jerome Williams, right? Yes. You can go, I am Jerome Williams on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Jerome Williams on Twitter. Or you can go to www.jerowilliams.com uh, for all of those things in one complete package. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Same. Uh, and definitely, like I also, we both of us have mailing lists as well um, that we like to, you know, for people who are really, you know, intent on knowing where we're going to be next, things like that. So we always encourage people to join our mailing list. I I give discounts on merch there. I, I send songs out early there. So anybody who's on that mailing list kind of feels like they get like an exclusive, um you know, exclusive peek into what I'm working on. So I highly encourage anybody who's interested to, uh, yeah, go to my website and then uh, subscribe to my mailing list. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, my, my, my list is much more neglected. At current. <laughs> well, Rightfully so. You yeah. Got <laughs> you got now. reasons. When you do. <laughs> but in a little while, that'll be the place to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, Stephanie Giroux, uh, this has been an absolute blast. Of course, folks, if you haven't checked it out, go do so now, starting over on Spotify, all your uh, various platforms, buy the song, of course, support the artists. And November 12th, music video drops. And of course, we'll all be talking about that, I'm sure. Thanks so much, Max. It's always Thanks, a pleasure Max. to chat with you. You're very welcome. Hi, this is singer Kate Eppers, and you're listening to Citywide Blackout. Okay, everyone, that brings this episode to a close. Big thanks to Stephanie and Drew for joining me. And if you haven't already, now you know, check out Starting Over, available on all streaming platforms, and November 12th is the big day when the music video drops. Definitely find that one. You are going to love it. In the meantime, you can follow this show on Facebook under Citywide Blackout, and Twitter and Instagram under CitywideMax. Get at me at CitywideMax at Yahoo.com and check the show out wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as every Saturday at 10 p.m. on Boston Free Radio. To close things out, I've got the new single starting over for you. I absolutely love this song. It really got to me because I've also been at that point where I've had to basically start my whole life over again, so it really connected with me. Starting over can be hard to do But you should know I believe in you You, 
so tough Above it all you got No, I 